The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. We're glad you found us. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Unlock the power of your dreams. Welcome to Ask Dr. Dream with Kelly Sullivan Walden. Welcome to the Ask Dr. Dream show where we uncover the beauty of your dreams and reveal the truth of who you are and sometimes vice versa, revealing the beauty of who you are and the truth of your dreams. And I'm Kelly Sullivan Walden, aka Dr. Dream. So happy to be with you on this Wednesday in September. It's a beautiful day in Southern California, if you don't mind all the fires. In the midst of it, we're finding our way. I literally drove by a fire yesterday and um, it's kind of scary, but that's why we are part of this whole unity network to be able to keep our calm and cool while we're in the midst of of pandemics and drama and all manner of things. So I have a wonderful show in store for you today, a wonderful guest, Keith Anthony Blanchard, the founder of and host of um, for Center of Light Radio, and he's got a new book out. I'll be bringing him on in just a few minutes. And the number to call if you would like to discuss a dream or any question about anything going on in your life, it's not just about dreams because it's actually all a dream. Um, the number to call is 816-251-3555. So let's just do a little prayer. Let's get centered. Join me with me. Join with me and take a big, deep breath if you would. Ah. Release and let go of any drama going on around you, any any thoughts, any beliefs, any any energy at all that isn't uplifting you in the highest way possible. Release it now. Drop it like it's hot because you can. It is your dream. And you can dream it the way you prefer. So just take some releasing breaths. We really don't even have to do much in our prayers and our affirmations. We just mostly have to just let go. We don't have to teach the sun how to shine. We don't have to teach water how to be wet. These are just natural occurrences. We we don't have to figure out how to make our light bright. Really, it's about just dropping what's in the way. So let's do that a little bit more, letting go, letting go, letting go of any perceived notions, any bit of the dream that we feel we don't enjoy, that we're playing victim to. If you're not enjoying that, then drop it. Ah, And because nature abhors a vacuum, we have the ability to bring in what we prefer. So just take a moment and connect with your intention your intention possibly for incarnating in this dimension? What is your deep intent for even this moment in your life? And you don't have to know the full 
book about it. Just think about a feeling tone that you want to embody right now. And it might be something like peace that passes human understanding. It might be connecting with your sense of purpose. It might be joy or love or alchemy, the ability to transform some of the negativity and turn it into pearls of wisdom or insights that enlighten us. So what is the quality of being that you want to embody now? Call that in right now and let that be with you throughout the duration of the show and beyond. And so with this, I'm just grateful for you for listening and for the quality that you're bringing in, knowing that as you bring it in for yourself, you're also multiplying it and magnifying it out and touching the greater world around you, having a greater impact and influence on the world than you could possibly realize. So knowing that as you become uplifted in this moment, it's not just for you. It's for all of us. So as we are lifted, all are lifted and gifted and shifted. And so it is. Amen. Ah, woman. Ah, dreams. Now, I am so grateful to be with you today. Oh, my heavens. Thank you for thank you for being on this ride with me. I am so deeply grateful and I have a really fun announcement to make today. Um, I've had a dream for a while now of having an, having an app um, ever since I, you know, I don't know, probably 10 years ago when I first downloaded my first Oracle app, I was like, I want one of those one of these days. And today I finally have this. I have a Dream Oracle app that is out right now. It's the Hero's Journey Dream Oracle app. So literally, if you go into your app store, whether you have um, an iPhone or if you have an Android, it doesn't matter. You can go to any, any of the places where you can get apps and put in the little search bar, Hero's Journey dream oracle and it will pop up so i'm going to do a reading actually my first on-air reading from the dream from the hero's journey dream oracle app so i'm going on single card reading and i'm shuffling 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 and i'm picking a card Ooh, okay here we go here it is drum roll please it says, it's card 20. What would your higher self do? The keynote says, you are divinity in blue jeans. And then I flipped the card over with my thumb here on my phone. And it says, the quote is, is you are a deity in jeans and a t-shirt. And within you dwells the infinite wisdom of the ages and the sacred creative force of all that is, will be, and ever was. That's from Anthon St. Martin. And by the way, Nancy T is normally on the show and normally she reads the cards, but she is with her grandbabies today. So she's with us in spirit. Maybe she's listening. We'll see. But the message here, just imagine that I'm Nancy T reading this from a quantum field perspective. There is only one of us here, 
Your guides, inner and outer, are all part of the sea of brilliance in which you swim. You are drenched with higher guidance, and if you choose, you can trust it to lead you to your own wisdom. Ralph Waldo Emerson said, Every man is, a div- is divinity in disguise, a god playing the fool. And Rumi said, I have been a seeker, and I still am. But I stopped asking the books and the stars. I started listening to the teachings of my soul. In other words, the sum total of all the outward guidance in the world doesn't hold a candle to the wisdom of the guiding force within you. Remember, you're at one with the one. Open your heart to the divine within you, then open your journal, grab a pen, and allow your inner wisdom to pour through. When you open your mouth to speak, allow this higher perspective to express through you. The dream symbol for today is a commanding voice. A commanding voice in your dream is usually the voice of your higher self, breaking through the fog to get your attention about something important because your dreams are most often visual. It's special to hear guidance voiced clearly. Upon awakening, transcribe the message in your journal, meditate on it to see if you can identify what aspect of your life it is relating to, and thus what action to take. Now here's your mantra. I trust the wisdom of my higher self and follow it step by step toward higher ground. Ah, that's from the Hero's Journey Dream Oracle app. Ah, I'm so excited. Okay, so without further ado, let me introduce you to my awesome guest today. So Keith Anthony Blanchard, I've known this amazing man for several years now. He's the founder and host for Center of Light Radio, whose listening audience now reaches 4 million people. He's the author of several books, including the bestseller, The Divine Principle, Anchoring Heaven on Earth, and For the Love of God, A Spiritual Journey. As a spiritual teacher, he's a remarkable, he's remarkable in his naturally sincere love and acceptance of all people, which is palpable to those who connect with him. He's an intuitive and speaker and a disciple of Swami Vishwa Yogi. He's a philosopher, poet, composer, and a music and film producer, a devoted father, and enjoys a lifelong career as a professional musician in both contemporary music and with his spiritual band, Lavender Soul. Keith lives in Memphis, Tennessee, and let's see, his book, his latest book is Homecoming, Crossing the Bridge to soul. It's available now on sixthbooks.com. That's six, the number six, T-H dash books.com. Also, it's on Amazon Kindle and everywhere you get books. All right. Without further ado, Keith Anthony Blanchard, welcome to the Ask Dr. Dream Show. Thank you for having me. I can't believe I did all that stuff. (laughs) (laughs) I know. And one thing that isn't in that particular bio is you were a writer for Esquire magazine back in the day. Tell us about that and how you transitioned from that to what you're doing now. And what did you write about back then? Well, that's a dream and an incarnation I am not conscious of. (laughs) That's not me. 
Oh, maybe huh? I'm, maybe you had a vision of my future possibility, what I'll be doing. Really? Be well, then Keith there's Blanchard. another Keith yeah. Anthony Blanchard. <laughs> that rascal. <laughs> that rascal. Okay. I was like, wow, that really doesn't sound like him. Okay. So let's go to your rock and roller aspect. I think this is one thing that's pretty cool. You, you are a rock and roller and you, so, so how does that energy fit in with your, I mean, you're on a serious spiritual path. So how does music support you in your spiritual path? That's a delicious question. When I play music, fortunate to play with world-class players, Memphis Symphony Orchestra people, yes, I'm dropping names, um, mm. bass player for Starship and drummer for wow. Supply, all these people. So I have to learn to keep up with a high level of musical being, if you will. Mm. Well, for me, music is very, very spiritual. It's a great catalyst for me to fall into my soul because when mm. I'm on stage, I run sound, I run the lights, so once I get settled when we start playing uh about four five six songs once i'm nice and got everything like i wanted i take my i literally take my shoes off uh to plant myself on the ground mm. and i started fall i start falling inside and when you're playing with these level of players they are already inside, already inside as well and so mm. something begins to happen on another level that's beyond playing notes there is a force a source that moves through mm. all these musicians because at this level of skill and playing and mastering your craft, mm. there's no, we don't rehearse. Hey guys, what do y'all want to do tonight? Let's do a stick song and okay, we just play the song. But when I go inside, we call it digging in or making a sandwich. We have all these little goofy terms to describe <laughs> going into that special honey hole, that zone. Mm, oh, I like that. And I just close Ooh. my eyes and I, I, I fall in. And there I am. I'm in the I am. I fall into that sacred stargate, that cosmic womb kind of place where everything is birthed. And so the energy and the music begins to do everything to you, through you, for you, with you. <laughs> Oh, is there one particular song? I mean, this is, I know, like an impossible question, but at this moment, if you if you were going to play one song right now, what what would put you the quickest into the into that honey hole, (laughs) that sweet spot? (laughs) Well, when it comes to straight up rock, I I just like getting in there and digging in hunkering mm-hmm. down with my bass guitar and clenching my teeth right now. I'm using all these motions as if I'm playing, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm in there. But the song mm-hmm. that came to heart when you asked that question, what's such an amazing, beautiful song I play it when I do acoustic music is Lady by the Little River Band. Wow. Ooh. Can right? you sing us a little riff? Just even, <laughs> you know, one little piece? Actually, I can't because I live in an apartment complex and I have to sing quite loudly. I, oh. I project when I sing. I really, my voice is really that loud. Oh, oh my God. Okay. Well, <laughs> next time I have you on, we're going to have to have a recording of that that I can just play at will. So Absolutely. you don't have to worry Absolutely. about your neighbors. Okay. So you at one point were considering being a Catholic priest back my my dad also <laughs> before he met my mom was also considering seriously being a Catholic priest. And when I was little, I seriously considered being a Catholic nun. So you've got, you know, some of this going on. So tell me about how you, like, what what caused you to think that? And then what caused you to change your mind? God was always going to be a part of my life. That's without question. Mm -hmm. Six Mm -hmm. years old, I was pondering questions of the universe, big questions Mm -hmm. like, where did I come from? 
why am I here, who am I, and where am I going? And these basic questions became the foundation of my entire life, the unfoldment of. But being Catholic, my father was really into Catholicism. There was a movement called uh, a Curcio, where you go away, guys go away, and women go away separately. And they have this very spiritual, religious experience in Catholicism in the Catholic way. <clears throat> and so following my dad's lead, um, I was an altar boy. For many years, mm-hmm. and I, I, there was that that being in a spotlight kind of thing for me, uh, looking in the back to see that I was serving uh, for the next Sunday and seeing my name, so to speak, on that billboard. <laughs> that's just mm-hmm. that's in my divine design, just to, to be that kind of guy. <laughs> but I, I went to the seminary school, and I was seriously thinking of becoming Catholic priest. And the question you asked, um, when I was in a church in this seminary, in this church, it was just, oh my God, it was just gorgeous. All the old Catholic statues, and it was just very well done. But they have these little vials, maybe it's a vial or canister, and in the, and they were glass, you could see through it. Um, they had supposedly bones from many different saints, and something, I don't know what it was, something about the esoteric of that, the level of God it, it changed me. Something so simple was truly a catalyst that put me um, in the space of wanting to be a Catholic priest. And then, of course, as we spoke about earlier, the guitar came along, and that all went to the closet. <laughs> <laughs> so for my dad, it was women, and for you, it was the guitar, or maybe guitar and women, and then... And that's why they they go hand in hand. <laughs> uh, they kind of do. They kind of they right. definitely it's like, right. OK, so the guitar came along, but you didn't think you could have both because there's some there's some singing priests out there. Well, sure, sure. But keep in mind, I was my dad gives me a guitar at 12. I started playing acoustic, religious Cajun folky kind of songs. Mm. Come 15, my dad gave me a rock guitar, electric guitar. Uh, shortly after, you know, I'm 15 years old. I'm, I'm still interested in girls. I mean, I love the music and I love God. And when uh, these three came together, music, uh, music, girlfriend, and being a teenager, mm-hmm. I put God in the closet just, just as quick as I thought about it because, you know, I had some yeah. hormones raging. And so I want to go live so to speak, mm-hmm. for a little while. <laughs> and I couldn't I couldn't pursue the God thing by the lifestyle I was living. It's so interesting how it seems like the whole celibacy aspect might have, like it, it scares away so many people. And that wasn't, when I was little, I just thought I had that same kind of revelation at five and six. I'm, my mom said that she would, she would be looking around the house for me and think that I would was hiding or doing something naughty and she'd catch me praying because I would have, I got into such a reverie connecting with God and, and I thought, well, then I, I need to be a, a nun. And it wasn't like it was taught that, oh, you can have both. You can, you can have God and, and have a life. It seemed like you had, it had to be one or the other. So it's like you, either God goes in the closet and you have a normal person's life or you fully embrace God and then you can't do any normal things. <laughs> Hello, we can have it all. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. So Tell us what happened on what is it, nineteen ninety seven? You had you had a a special thing happen. I'm trying to find the exact date. Where did it go? Oh, here it is. Okay. No. 
I can't find it. <laughs> so <laughs> you so you had a turning point happen like back in around 97. What happened? That was truly a turning point, uh, or rather a turning in. Um, mm. Dating the girl that I dated for 10 years, that when she left, I went to a dark night of the soul, a nightmare. Oh, it was will. June 96. That's what it was. It was, it was 96, yeah. Um, though I was out of that relationship for a few years, um, I still had some very unresolved things, and I was not feeling well about myself. And mm. so I began to say this prayer over and over getting on my metaphorical knees, mm. I need to hear your voice. I need to hear your voice. And I said this for three weeks, maybe a month. And But I, I absolutely know from soul to bones, it's not the length of time of me saying this prayer that God said, I think he's serious. He's convinced me I'm going to go down there and pay him a visit. It was the first asking. I found a magic mm. door inside of myself mm. that when I prayed, I used passion which is the fire, which is, you know, roll up your sleeves and get your fingers in the transmission and fix that car. <laughs> and then I used sincerity, which was, which is like the birth of a brand new baby sister kind of thing, that soft, delicate, powerful energy. Um, mm -hmm. I found humility, which helped me to revere something greater than I know as myself in order for me to find a path to move. And I became vulnerable. I said, there's nothing I have. And I, I basically spiritually became naked. I exposed myself. Mm. And I think those four components is a powerful mixture um, to move mountains. And so doing, Ooh. I brought God to me. I, I know that in my first asking, it, it was destined to happen. Wow. I love what you just said. And in fact, on last week's show, I was talking about my version of this, which is um, act one, act two, act three, and act one is we're innocent, perfect. Act two is basically perfecting a mask because we've all been whacked. Somebody's left us or broken our heart or something. And then act three is, isn't for everybody. You have to become humble. You have to get on your knees metaphorically or, or literally and ask for help. And I think if you sincerely ask, you get it a sincere answer. And you, you did that. So it was like you got thrust into act three, which is characterized by grace. So what's that been like? <laughs> Great question. There's no way to describe it. It's, it's, it's the, it's not, it's salvation versus liberation. So what I've mm. learned early in my life, I was looking for salvation. Mm. Now it's all about liberation. It's the same idea, but it's quite different, actually. Ooh, so when I was in, <laughs> when I was in that situation when I was praying, um, three weeks to a month later, um, I was thrown into an absolute experience in my bedroom. Uh, I, was, mm. I was sleeping, um, and the voice said, "Good morning, Keith." And I thought someone was in my house. There was no mm. one in my house. I lay back down, dismiss it as a oh, dream wow. voice, and and the voice said. Good morning, Keith. I asked you to wake up. Not only implying out of your night's sleep now. It's time for you to wake up, dude. <laughs> and when I was in this experience, Kelly, um, mm. it spoke to me in whole thought. I can hear the voice. I can smell the voice. I can taste the voice. I can see the voice. I can everything. It, I could feel it. It was just this super conscious experience. It was hyper awareness. 
And when it would speak, it would speak in whole thought, not like thoughts that follow thought, meaning a thought. Everything in this impression, this impregnation that it wanted from me was in that. And so I had to linearly speak this into a tape recorder. But also, I know that it's the same voice that spoke to me all those years ago is what's sustaining me sitting my derriere in this chair right now having this <laughs> delicious conversation with you. That even sort of rhymes, the derriere <laughs> in the chair. It sounds like the title of a song. Write that down. <laughs> yeah, oh, right. wow. I This is so profound, and I'm totally feeling this. And, and I, I mean, this is what this is what we all want all day long. I can't imagine anybody who's listening right now would say, nah, I don't want that. It's like we all want to feel that grace. We want to be guided. We want to hear it. We want to taste it, touch it, be guided by it because everything, life is so much sweeter. I was just noticing this morning, it had been several days since I journaled. And one way that I access spirit is through praying, journaling, and I, I decided, okay, I need to journal. And just in a few lines, I could feel this energy kind of rushing through. And it's like, it's so, it's always there. It's just, we have to find our go-to ways of of gathering it and connecting with it. So I know you went to India. That was part of your journey. And I want to talk about that in a moment. Um, and for those who are just joining the show, I'm talking to Keith Anthony Blanchard and his book is Homecoming. And you've got many other books um, and Homecoming can be purchased anywhere books are sold, right? Not just at sixthbooks.com. But on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, um, on Kindle and all. And in your bookstores, go to bookstores, even though I know we're all kind of locked down right now. So thank the Lord for Amazon. And they're they're definitely peaking right now, but we can we can take advantage of this and get get Keith's book, um, Homecoming. And Keith, really quick before we go to the break, um, give them your website best place to reach you. You can find me at centeroflightradio.com or keithanthonyblanchard.com, same website. And another platform I use quite often um, is YouTube, and that's youtube.com slash centeroflightradio. And how often is your show running? So if people want to check you The out. radio show is every Tuesday and Thursday. Sometimes I'll throw in an extra day, Wednesday or something. But it's mainly Tuesday and Thursday at 7 p.m. Central Time. And I do my okay. presentations, which is me looking at a camera and just speaking to the people in the forum. And I vessel, another word is channel. Great. So we're going to be right back in just a moment. And hopefully we'll have a little bit more with Keith Anthony Blanchard. We'll see if we can get him to stick around. But also this is time for your dreams. So join us on the other side of this break here on the Ask Dr. Dream Show. We'll be right back. Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Dream interpretation and a lot more. Welcome back to Ask Dr. Dream with Kelly Sullivan Walden. 
Welcome back to the Ask Dr. Dream show here on Unity Online Radio, where you uncover the truth of your dreams and reveal the beauty of who you are. That's what we're doing here on this show. I'm your host, Dr. Dream, Kelly Sullivan Walden. And the number to call if you have a question for myself or my guest, Keith Anthony Blanchard, the number is 816-251-3555. So we'll be taking your calls, talking about your dreams or whatever is on your heart um, and soul, whatever you want to talk about. So Keith um, was talking to us about his book that is out right now. It's called Homecoming, Crossing the Bridge to Soul. It's available wherever books are sold. And um, my quick little announcement is about my new app, The Hero's Journey Dream Oracle app available on Android or iPhones. And it's a really fun app. If if you are a hero on a hero's journey, which of course you are, it's it's um you pick a card and it gives you a message to help to enliven your your path and help to give you some insight. Some people use it to ask a question, like should I go left or right, or should I do this project or not, or should I date this person or not, or whatever and the and the hero's journey um dream oracle app just seems to give you a connection to your own spirit your own guidance so keith anthony blanchard and i were talking about calling in the voice how he called in the voice and just said i want to hear your voice i want to hear it for me i journal i pray but however you connect as long as you connect it doesn't matter some people connect through the oracle cards and i would say you know whatever it is you can you know dance a jig sing a song um drink a cup of coffee whatever it takes just get your connection on okay so keith anthony blanchard you um we were talking over the break about you having a particular perspective about connecting with our soul, crossing the bridge to soul during this pandemic, during this wild time that we're living in. So what are some thoughts on your mind as as to how we can do this during a time, this time that's pretty challenged for a lot of people? We have to be in the space of absolute quiet. And I don't mean going sitting in a room and doing a meditation. Quiet has nothing to do with the volume of what's happening. When I mean by quiet, we're not trying to quieten the outside world. You have to quieten yourself. It's a way of being still. Like you said, we can a bell and we can bang on this bell. We can turn a crank and you can drink a coffee. Whatever it is you want to do that helps you to launch. It, the world is a very, very noisy place and it's trying mm-hmm. to convince you that it's right and you must follow its lead. Regardless, Karma will not be incomplete this time around. Karma is wrapping itself up. It's time. During this time, people are looking for things, which is fantastic. But stop looking. You're overshooting your target because it's right under your own nose. In fact, it is your own nose. If you want Mm -hmm. to find God, I will will show you. I will reveal God to you right here, right now. And you never have to look ever again. Mm. It's the voice you're hearing. It's mm. the taste in your mouth. It's the chair you're sitting on. It's the lights in your house. It's everything. It, it, it simply is everything. In fact, you can feel it as you breathe in and out. There's no more searching for God. 
It's about becoming aware of the divine principle, which is inherent in everything. God's omnipresent. So the searching is really over. Now it comes down to one's own desire, sincerity, passion, and the want to become conscious of the all of it, the movement of the, the life stream. You fight the stream, you become a stone, it creates rapids in your life. You go down the stream, merrily, merrily, merrily. Life is but <laughs> ask Dr. Dre. <laughs> You're hilarious. <gasps> we, have, we just have to learn to be quiet. And suddenly through yeah. the silence, the new world appears. It's, it's that easy. It's so true. It's like there are so many gifts surrounding us at all times. It's just a matter of developing the eyes and ears to be able to perceive it. And it's it does take dropping into that to that quiet. Mm. So let me, I'm going to bring on our favorite dreamer, Denise. Actually, we don't have any favorites because everybody's dream is is precious, but I'm going to bring in Denise, who's basically our, we can't have a show without Denise. Denise, tell us what's on your heart today. Say hello to Keith Anthony Blanchard. Hi, Keith. How are you? Hello, precious one. (laughs) How are you? Fantastic. Um, Just like you. Oh, okay, Denise, I, I what, quick, yeah, what's on your heart today? Well, he's on, so I have to ask him real quick before I do my, well, I'll do the dream. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're finishing up for last week. Yeah. Well, I told you that I pulled up in the car. A friend of mine is out there, a friend since childhood. We're still friends today. I've known her for like 40 years. And she had on the lime green pants and the right. flowery shirt. And, of course, the flowery shirt, the dominant color, of course, was green in that, too. But I pulled mm-hmm. it up and was at her mother's house, townhouse, but we, I, I was just so taken aback by the lime green, number one, mm-hmm. and then number two, it, it, the pants, they look to be polyester, don't quote me, the bottom line <laughs> is the pants were not in, it was not in sync with her age, mm. with mm. her age, there was nothing wrong with the pants, but I don't know who walks around with lime green pants on, and she certainly wouldn't, but she was smiling. And the dream ended. I just got out the car and we'll start walking up to it. I'm thinking, why do you have on these lime green pants? Do you see yourself? But the dream mm. ended with her smiling and me getting out the car to go acknowledge her. And then the next question would be for him. At night, not all the time, but it's been happening for a while. I keep hearing somebody saying, Denise, Denise, it's a voice. I don't mm. see anybody, but I don't I don't know what to do. I just and I just kind of wake up and be like, "Who's calling me?" And I don't see anybody. And it happens about once or twice a month. But the other day it was so loud that I'm like, "What do I need to do?" So in the future, when I do this, do I need to acknowledge? What do I need to do? That's my First question. First question I want to ask you is, how do you feel when the name calls you? How do you feel in that moment? I feel like I um this is this is really narcissistic. I feel like I'm gifted, that I love God, and I feel like it's an angel or somebody acknowledging me, but if they're not giving me a message, why are you calling my name? You mm-hmm. are the message. That's it. You are the message. 
They're mm-hmm. calling your name because, like what you talked about earlier with the friend in the car and the lime green pants, you talked about mm-hmm. being acknowledged. This is about you being acknowledged. A friend is coming to you from another realm calling your name. So oh. my question to you is, are you leaning into that? Well, my question are you leaning you into would the be, experience? Well, my question to you would be, how do I lean into it? Just by wanting it. Just by ex- opening up the metaphorical door and walking into it, invite the, invite the voice. Try to linger in the voice as long as you can. Maybe breathe and slow down and get quiet and say, please stay. Uh, help me to become aware of your presence even more. Thank you for coming in the first place. All these wonderful things. Because you see, the message is really not the angel. It's all you doing this to you. You are doing this to you. The most beautiful aspect of yourself is saying, hello, I'm trying to get your attention. Mm. I want to throw in a little, a little two cents. I mean, I think it's an interesting synchronicity that Keith, you're talking about hearing the voice and that's a big part of your story. Having a dark night of the soul, Mm. first of all, that kind of leads to that ache and that wanting. And then there's the question and then there's the allowing for it and being persistent. And then the voice comes in and then you listen and in in the um, hero's journey dream oracle card that I pulled off of the app, it, that was that was the the um, message of the dream was about the commanding voice. And then here's Denise talking about this. So I can't help but feel like the voice is speaking. And I know when I hear the voice, I feel like I kind of personalize it. So I don't know if this helps, but. I, even though I don't know for sure that this voice is my grandfather, my grandfather was in the military, he was in the Navy, and and he was he had a really loud kind of stern voice, and I know he loved me and still does, but he, his approach was really intense. So when I hear that voice, I feel like it is a voice that loves me and that has my best interest at heart and is really trying to get my attention. So I my perspective is treat it the way I would if if somebody walked into the room and they had a really oh. intent like look on their face and they really said like I've got a gift for you I'm trying to communicate something to you how would you treat them so to me it feels like communication is a two-way street when when the voice speaks to me every once in a while I feel like it's my job to listen to meditate on it and then to do something mm. in my waking world that reflects that I'm taking it seriously and you so, know I clearly think it's my father you know because I just mm-hmm, can't I do this too and I think about this man every day to a point where I think I need some grieving come counseling why is mm. this man who died back in 07 Every day. Now the butterflies are coming to my kitchen window and they're just all, I don't know. I, I think it's him. I do. And I love him to death. I wish he would show himself. I, I think honored. you, I think you love him to life. And I think that it doesn't mean that you don't need grief counseling because maybe you do. But to me, this is what I'm doing. As you know, I've talked ad nauseum about my friend Gypsy who passed about Bye. six weeks ago. And to me, the the best use of that time that we spend in the in the like I don't know at least like in the the first few years of loss and then later, is to not be in the state of loss but be in the state of this is just a new version of the relationship. And I feel like you're doing that. The fact mm. that you think about him, you see those butterflies, you have communication in dreams, you are doing 
the work gotcha. to establish gotcha. your new version gotcha. of it's like old new wine yeah. in old wine skins. I so, got or, that. I got so. that. I Keith, what do you that. think about that? What Love are you it. getting? <laughs> I, okay, awesome. I yeah I actually heard the question that she posed a little differently because oh, mine see. came from a celestial point of view and mm. I didn't realize that you she you and her are mostly speaking about uh, a loved one crossed over kind of point of view. Okay, okay. <laughs> it could be either because we don't know for sure. Right, it's right. not like the voice right. says, "Hello, I am Grandpa. Right. Do what I say." And hers <laughs> isn't saying, "Hello, I am your father, Luke." Oh, you're right. <laughs> So, and what Keith is saying might be more because the person doesn't say anything. Denise, mm-hmm. Denise, and I. Okay, who, who, where, where is this? I'm, it's, it's dark in the night. I'm sleeping, and I'm hearing Denise, Denise, and I'm like, what is going on here? But I'm gonna do what he says, and I'm not afraid of it. I just want to know who it is. Do and you what say what? You want? When they, the, when you hear the voice and it calls your name, do you? When they say Denise, no. do you say what? No, no. Try it. No. Okay. Yeah. You say what? Yeah. It's an intention. It opens up the door. <laughs> and I would even okay. take it even to the next place, Denise. This is just what I would do because I'm a journaler. I would grab a journal and say, okay, spell it out. Like, tell me what yeah. you want me to know. I mean, if Ooh. I can and do or what Keith does, Keith, you said that you opened your mouth and kind of let it channel through mm. you and you recorded that, mm-hmm. right? Something like yeah, that. Yeah, there's no right, wrong, right or wrong way to do it. There's no way to do it. Really, just sit down and press record on tape player, take three breaths. And just start speaking. Yeah. <laughs> so either way, it's about like the bridge, which is the in the the subtitle of Keith's book. It's about the bridge to the soul. It's like the bridge is bringing it into physical somehow mm-hmm. by journaling it, by speaking it. And right now you're doing that. To me, I feel like one way, just like in any human relationship, it's a two-way street. When we acknowledge them they i feel like the they're more apt to tell us more things they're more apt to come in because they know we're listening so gotcha. let's move into your your lime green dream unless you've got anything else that you want to know let, about this no particular. but let me say this for what it's worth i don't know what what it's worth she she happened to be she was in afghanistan at, and, and it's just funny that when I dreamt that dream, I think it was about a couple hours later. I knew she was coming home, but she wasn't at liberty to say when. A couple mm. hours later, maybe the next day, she texted me and said, I'm in another state. I'm stateside, and I'll be in my home wow. state in X amount of time. So I don't know if that's relevant of anything. I don't Ooh. know, but it's just funny that um, she was yeah. happy. She was happy. I think so. she had on the green. I think so. Um, so, Keith, would you like to take um, just kind of see where you go with this stream and then I'll go afterwards or vice versa? What do you want? You go first. Mm-hmm. Well, so, so Denise, this is your friend or is it your friend's mom who's wearing the lime green? No, it's my friend, but I was going to her mother's house. Because I know the okay, gotcha. Obviously. Well, um, I think sometimes when we I think it's wonderful when we have a dream about somebody who maybe we haven't talked to or seen in a while and and we find out that they are that they were thinking about us or they were communicating something to us or they were hovering nearby so to me that adds a layer of importance and especially coming back from Afghanistan um, that's kind of you know scary um, situation that she must have been in so there's a heightened energy the the lime green 
the lime green polyester pants. And there's this like, what are you doing wearing this? Like this doesn't <laughs> like what the heck? So I, if it were my dream, I would think there's something on the bottom that doesn't match the top, something like the, the talk and the walk don't quite match. I'm thinking about my mom when my, when my grandmother started to age, my mom said, my mom was upset because she said she gave into old age too quickly. Like she didn't fight it enough. And some people fight it too much or they want to be forever 21 and they're getting Botox like up the wazoo. But some people age a little bit, maybe too gracefully. And they're going, they're kind of going down that slippery slope. So this feels like, Hey, what are you doing? Those are kind of old lady pants. That's you're, you're too young and hip and cool for that. Like, what are you doing? So if everyone in the dream is, is myself, I would think there's some part of me that may be giving way to the gravity of, of aging or wearing something that's not, that's not cool. It's not hip. It's kind of like from another era and, Mm. and I'm disapproving of it. I'm, I'm not proud of that. It's like, come on, get hip. Like you're hipper than that. Mm. And so there's something about maybe, maybe dealing with, you know, I'm talking to myself about this. Like I'm wanting to get my, kick myself in the pants (laughs) to like get, get my act together and, and don't give in so easily to the aging process. I don't know. Let my walk and my talk match a little bit better. Those are some thoughts that come up for me. What about you, Mr. Keith? The most important word I heard through all of her scenario was, Lime green. Yeah. How mm-hmm. do you feel about lime green, Denise? Lime green is um, it's the it's the color of the trees. It's the yeah, color so of you, you, color you, you, of It's a one. It's a good feeling. It's nothing like ugh. Yes. You know, yes. That's, that's lime, lime green. Uh, yeah, a lime, a, a whole lime gives flavor to some things. You know, depends on what you're drinking and what you're cooking. So lime, and I hate to, you know, money is green. The grass is green. Mm. Mm. To me, it's mm. just so earthly. I thought it was a very earthly dream or some message in there because it was green. I told her about the dream, and she wanted me to do this today. I can do this anyway. She said, is this for me or is this for you? And I said, you know, I, I have to find out because now she wants to know. And she's, um, she, she, she thought money. She thought a change. But I'm like, I don't know about a change because the top of the shirt was like she just came from Hawaii. Let's bear that in mind. The shirt was beautiful, colory, green. Mm-hmm. looked like she just yeah. walked off the plane in Hawaii. So what? So what is what about polyester? What is polyester? I'm not going to say polyester. I'm going to say the pants had an older look. It looked like something an older woman would wear. I'm not going to say polyester. That's the way they look to me. Okay. All right. You're not going to say polyester, but in not saying polyester, you're kind of saying polyester, but you don't know because right. Just a pair of pants she would not wear. Yes, the, the, it was a, the, the bottom line is she would have not put those pants on on any day and on Sunday. <laughs> bottom line, interesting bottom line. figure of speech there. Mm. All right. She would not wear those pants. Did she you talk? So what? Did, what was her perspective on that when you told her? I don't know. She just kept saying, "Is she one of Is it for me or is it for you?" And I told her I pulled up in the car. So number one, I'm in control. Nobody pulled me up nice. in the car. I was in the driver's seat. I drove up and saw her 
We never saw the mother because the whole dream was about me going to her mother's house to see her. She happened to be outside of the house, and I was just I just pulled up and she started smiling, and I got out the car. But I felt like I, I was in the driver's seat because I was driving the car. Just to studying dreams and whatnot, I'm in control. Well, you're always in control when you got the wheel, whether it's a plane, a bicycle. Amen. You're in control. You're in, Amen. in control, but what am I in control of, and how is she significant? So here's so the the what comes to my mind at the moment is that it's both. It may be for you and for her. Um, I always think that no matter what, the dream is always for the dreamer. And and yeah. if we do dream about somebody significant, it's worth sharing it with them because sometimes there is right. a piece that will pop out. To me, one thing to to consider is that any clothes that are significant in a dream. They, they kind of represent a uniform of sort like they they mm. give us um, they're like a, a brand because underneath the clothes is our naked authentic self and whatever mm. we put on is a relative mask it's like we're trying to present a certain mm. way it's a kind of communication it's not about the authentic self mm. it's about like a persona a way of being mm. It isn't exactly that. So the way that you, so the top is you're, you, it's like you seem really excited about it. You think it's beautiful. Mm-hmm, comes from, mm-hmm. like you said, it like Hawaii. And they both have this green in common. You mm-hmm, said a lot of mm-hmm. green in the top, but green in the bottom. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. the, the, except the old lady pants seem like it doesn't feel like it's a happy vibe or, or am I wrong with that? Are you happy about that? It's not, it's not. I was like, well, you know, I know her. She, you know, she's just very eccentric and parties all the time, all her life. You know, she's older now, just loves to party. And go so she things. is older now. So she's so interesting. We're two years so, apart. We're two years apart. All right, so here let's just do this and we'll call this we'll call this a day and see if you see if this resonates. If you could go back into the dream and ask mm-hmm. any question you wanted and what? and or change anything that you wanted, what would that be? Or both? Take off the pants. Why do Take you off have the on why do you have on those older looking pants? Why do you have on uh, those pants? Do you That's want her to just be naked from the bottom down, or do you want her to no. put on something else? Uh-huh. What do you want her to put I, I on? Her, put... I want her to put on something else and go to go with the shirt. I like the shirt. It's like she just came from Hawaii. The shirt. Okay, so what would go? Did. What would go well? Dress her. Uh, uh, the, the shirt was so colorful. Some white jeans. Some white jeans. White so what's jeans. the difference in the energy between somebody wearing these kind of old lady pants and these cool mm. white jeans? What's the difference in mm. the vibe? The difference in the vibe, I don't know if this is the right answer. The difference in the vibe is it wasn't her. That's what mm. I was, it wasn't her. She wouldn't have put that on. She mm. wouldn't have put that on. I wouldn't even have put that on, but she certainly was. She's a lot more eccentric than I am. She rides bicycles, belongs to a, a motorcycle club, and she's just go, 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 go. Life is fun. Life is fun. You're not going to the party. I'm going by. You know, she's just full of life. She loves to go, 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 go. And she wouldn't want to be seen in that. So let's do. All right. So she wouldn't want to be seen in that. And I think there's something about this isn't her. So maybe there's the is there something in your life that you're doing that isn't you? Mm. And so Mm. is there is there an answer to that? Or is that just something to Mm. maybe something to percolate on? Mm. And dealing (laughs) with a certain person. I've been holding on to a certain person. And Mm -hmm. recently the person showed you know, yeah. you know, I talked to you about that. So mm-hmm. maybe, yeah, it's time. Yeah. yeah. 
It's an older way of being. It's not necessarily reflective of who you are. So this is something that you can put on. That means you can, it's something you can take off. So Keith Anthony Blanchard, is there any last words of wisdom that you'd like to give to Denise? Any parting gifts of wisdom? Keep up the good work. (laughs) (laughs) And, and, or take off the old stuff and, and, be yeah. willing to either be naked or wear something that reflects the hipness and the coolness, the bottom line of who you really but are. I think, I think Keith is more into the color, and he was about to go down that road. I think Keith has something to say about the color. Why do I All right. think that lime green means We have one I minute, Keith. You to, I just wanted you to look at the importance of um, how you feel about such a color. Some people would not like lime green. Some people Got you. would, you know, that, ugh kind of feeling. I want to know if any of that was present. That was my main concern. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Sit down. I write everything y'all say. <laughs> I've been awesome. writing the time. Awesome. Um, well, thank you, Keith. Denise. Um, You're welcome. And Thank you so much, honey. We always love hearing your dreams. Thank you very much. Let's talk to you next week. All right. Mm-hmm. So Keith Anthony Blanchard, I just want to make sure everybody knows where they can find you, your show and your website and your new book, Homecoming, Crossing the Bridge to the Soul. So your website one more time. Uh, that's centeroflightradio.com or Keith Anthony Blanchard, same um, Keith Anthony Blanchard.com, same website. Or you can find me on YouTube, youtube.com slash center of light radio. You can find me on Facebook, Keith Anthony Blanchard. I'm everywhere, and I do lots of stuff all the time because what else am I supposed to do living in the garden? <laughs> yeah, and um, and listening, listening, listening. And I know that there's um, a saying that you like to say, ya, na, va. So ya, na, va. We, we only have a second here, but um, want to just, I don't know, say that a few times. What does it mean? Ya, na, va is the fire. In the heart, it's God. It's the power. Na Yana is va. the mind. Na, na is the mind when it's clear, and Va is the backbone that carries forth the will of the heart with a clear mind. Beautiful. These are Keith primordial, An- sacred seed syllable names. Thank you, Keith Anthony yeah, Blanchard. You. Thank you so much for joining the Ask Doctor Dream Show today here on Unity Online Radio. See you all next week. Until then, don't take your dreams lying down. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Hi, I'm Jane Asher, and I believe, and from what I've been shown, that when our loved ones die, they don't really leave. They just slip into the next room. On my podcast, I explore the bigger picture surrounding life on Earth, and what follows when we do die. I speak with authors, friends, transition specialists, and other experts about every facet of death, dying, grief, hospice care, cultural traditions, and also our beliefs about that final journey and what we may end up facing. Please join me on the next room on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.